Hey, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And today we're talking about um, something that we all deal with, um, some of us even struggle with, some of us are confused about. This is a topic that um, black people, white people, Spanish, Asian, I like to say black, white, brown, red, yellow, truthfully, I'm trying to get away from saying Spanish and Asian and things like that. Um excuse me, gay, straight, teenagers, adults, something we all deal with, even kids, like little kids deal with this too, I I dealt with this as a little child, and it's sexuality, sexual urges, sexual temptations, you know, living in the flesh, something that we all deal with, some of us have, you know, tapped into it, fully accepted it, and you know, you're living your best lives as the nymphos and freaks that you are. Some people are trying to shy away from it due to religious uh, religious reasons or trying to learn more discipline with it or because they've caught a permanent STD or they don't want more kids. It's just something we all do. We're sexual in nature. I mean, that's how we are created. I mean, so, you know, so sex, sex is a very powerful thing. And I think it's highly underestimated. And I think due to our pornographic culture that we live in, it's the value of sex is being diminished. We think that we're moving into being more sexual and we're tapping into our sexuality because we're having more sex now. And women are openly talking about their sexuality and men are, you know, um, a lot of men are becoming bisexual or gay or giving into their, um, the forbidden fruits and strange flesh of the world. And people feel that we're, but it's really, to me, if anything, losing value because, um, we don't even realize how much energy comes from sex. They say that's some of the greatest energy a human can naturally create. I mean, you can literally sit in your bedroom and create, like generate massive amounts of powerful energy, almost like electricity by masturbating. Sexual energy, I mean, besides exercising, think about it. When you're having sex or you're, um, put this thing on mute. Um, when you're having sex or you are, um, masturbating or things like that. I mean, just think about how much energy all that breathing in and out. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a lot of energy that comes from when you're having sex, right? And um, my whole thing is this. Personally, a lot of people. I'm I'm here to kind of I guess talk to you to people who feel like sex ain't really that serious. If sex is not that serious. I'm going to break something down to you, and I need everybody to put their raw ear filters on. We on raw sex, so it's about to get raw, okay? We're about to get really raw. Um, If you're not into raw conversations, it's probably best that you go ahead and exit out. If these conversations are triggering, I really highly advise you exit out. I actually beg you to exit out of this right now. Go pray, meditate, go jog, go eat, go play a video game, go write a book, read a book, write a song, recite a song. I don't know. Go talk to a friend. Do anything but listen to this episode. I am never desperate for views or money or anything enough to the point where I want to trigger people to do very foul things. So where I'm going to start is I'm going to start in the deep end of the pool. I'm not going to put my toes in. No, I'm going to jump right into that 10 feet. Okay. Uh, 
if sexual urges and sexual temptation wasn't one of the strongest things that we deal with in our life, then explain to me how you have people. There are people on this world to this day that don't lie. They don't steal. They don't kill. They don't fight. They don't talk bad about people. They don't treat people wrong. Y'all, y'all, y'all know I'm about to go with this, right? They don't do anything. But they can't keep their hands off of children. Now, a lot of people don't want to admit this, but a lot of people have weird thoughts. Thoughts that they cannot control. Not always sexual, but just different types of weird thoughts. Right? But we find ways to just say, I, nah, that, I, I, I don't even know where that thought came from. Right or wrong. You listening know you've had some weird thoughts in your life. They might not all be sexual. But it could be simple stuff. You might have thought about killing your dad. You might have thought about, you know, what it would be like to shoot up the school you attend. Just simple stuff, right? But people have sexually weird thoughts too. Maybe even you listening. Okay? But most of us just rebuke those thoughts, train ourselves to understand that, you know, that's something that just can't happen, right? And some of us even go as far as saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to jack this out of me or I'm going to finger this out. I'm going to masturbate this out of my system. And, and it's never going to go further than that. I'm never going to look it up on no porn sites or some of us do look it up on porn sites, but I'll never actually do it. You know, I'm masturbated out of me every time I need to. I'll ma- I'd rather masturbate out of me than ever take that risk. Right. But there's people who take the risk. You have a pastor who don't do nothing. But he can't stop touching little boys. He can't stop. Look at R. Kelly. R. Kelly was a sex icon. He could have had any 30-year-old woman in the world that he wanted. He chose to go and get 14-year-old girls to have sex with. You understand? Like, if sexual temptation is not that strong, then how come that ha- that would never happen? No child would be molested. No, no man would risk his freedom to do that. No woman would risk her freedom to do that. Her reputation. These are some of the only crimes people actually judge you for. People look past murder. People look past armed robbery, drug dealing, money laundering. All that shit can be looked past. The one couple crimes that can't really be looked past. Let's keep it real. Nobody really looks past these crimes. is rape, child pornography, child molestation. Nobody looks past that shit. Nobody cares. Oh, I'm a Christian. Nobody wants to. No, people do not look past that shit. It is very rare to find people who look past those three things and the things that kind of fall directly right under them. Am I right or am I right? You know what I'm saying? So if sexual urges or sexual temptation was not a serious thing, these things would not happen. Okay? You have people, you have Christians who live a Christian life. Or religious people who don't do nothing. But the one thing they can't stop doing is porn. A lot of Christians will will admit to you, especially the men will admit to you, that they have stopped cursing. They have stopped lying. They don't lie anymore. Like, can you imagine not lying? Like, they don't lie anymore. They definitely don't kill. They do not steal. But when they're alone in their room, they masturbate to porn. Okay, there are kids that are sexually active. I was a sexually active child. 
Now we're going to get a little personal. I was a sexually active child. When I say child, we're talking elementary years. I ain't talking middle school. You don't even want to know what I was doing by the time I was in middle school and high school. Okay? I was a sexually active child. And that was in the late 90s, early 2000s, where we didn't have Instagram and there wasn't WAP videos and all this other sex just being forced on us everywhere we turned. We had to actually go and look for sex back then. If you didn't have HBO, your parents said that we had HBO. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't have HBO and stuff like that back then, you couldn't even watch a 30-minute porno video on the internet for free. Nigga, please. You'd be lucky to get a, a, a minute clip. Not to mention all the pop-ups. That, all the, yeah, if, you, if you're my age or older, you remember that. All the pop-ups. You By, t- by the time you done um, finished watching your porn for the day, your little porn session, you got to close out 30 windows. Windows you didn't even know was open. <laughs> You had to close out 30 windows back in the days, man. 30 windows. And people don't really realize how serious this is. You know what I'm saying? People don't really realize how serious this is. This is something very serious. And I think a lot of it goes back to the roots of everything. The roots of human beings. I'm a firm believer that when we read in the Bible... That Adam and Eve ate from the tree, a sexual act took place. I'm a very firm believer in that a sexual act took place. Because one of the first things that happens to them is they now notice that they were naked. One of the next things that happens to them is Eve is pregnant with two children, one that was good, one that was evil. There was three people involved in the Garden of Eden. There was the good man, there was the evil quote unquote serpent, and then there was Eve. Eve, Eve, evil, the mother of all evil. We are all born in sin. What is what is birth come from? Sex. You, do you see the correlation here? Do, you, do I have to really, really break it down or can you figure it out on your own? So it's no secret to me. It's no surprise to me that sexuality, sexual temptation, sexual urges are some of the strongest, if no, not some, they are the strongest urges. Think about it this way. Now I'm about to break it down to you again for all my Bible readers, right? Or people who, who study the Bible. Even if you don't believe in God, you still study. A lot of people still study the Bible, even though they don't, they may not be Christians or Israelites or Hebrew Israelites, or they're not Jews or they're not even Muslims who also kind of study the Bible as well. You know, for, even for you ancient alien theorist type people, right? For you, all you guys who watch ancient aliens, stuff like that, it's been known that whether we call them angels or aliens, extraterrestrials at one point came to this planet and they could not resist the women, had sex with the women, and even produced offspring with the women, which we know as the Nephilim. We also know them simply as giants. The giants, David and Goliath, a lot of us believe in that story, right? Goliath of the Philistines army, you know what I'm saying? Goliath was a giant. Okay, he was an offspring. That means he was an offspring of woman, woman, the womb man, human, and angel or extraterrestrial to keep the term generic, generic, general. Excuse me, I, I don't know why I keep mixing up those words. I've been doing that a lot lately. Okay, that was one of the main reasons why God wanted to send a flood and destroy the human race was because of all of the weird offsprings that was coming from. 
fallen angels having sexual intercourse with humans. I mean, think about it. These guys came to earth. This is how strong sexuality is. This is how sexy our women are. You know what I'm saying? The, the women of this earth, are uh, they're made for sex to the point where an angel in heaven comes to earth and out of all the stuff he could have did, and I'll take it a step further and say all the stuff that he didn't do, what, he, what did he do was have sex with our women. They couldn't, they were, oh, damn, look at them titties. Oh, she got, whoo, sheesh. Come here, girl, I'm an angel. I got the real one. <laughs> I'm about to put some heavenly dick on you, girl. She was like, oh, snap. Look, she she couldn't help herself. She having sex with a whole alien. She having sex with a whole angel. Think about it. Think about it. You have women that are married to great men. They don't steal from them. They don't lie to them. They would never kill them. They would never hit them. But they'll cheat on them. You have men that cannot keep their dick in their pants. Now there's this new, I ain't say it's new. There's nothing new under the sun. But there's this new wave of everybody trying to do semen retention. I'm even trying to do semen retention. And it's very, it's one of the hardest things to do. I'm a vegan. I've been eating meat my whole life. I grew up in a West Indies household. I was raised by Jamaicans, Guyanese, Haitians, Dominicans. Meat is a part of our culture. I gave up meat like this. You know how hard it is to give up jacking off and watching porn? Now, I will say I've been doing these things since elementary school. So, I mean, this is like you ask, but I've been eating meat since before elementary school and I gave it up like this. I'd be sitting here lying to you to say that I do not still battle with watching porno. Now, I'm nowhere near as bad as I was even just three to six months ago. Nowhere near it. I don't watch it every day anymore. When I watch it, I, after a while, I just try to catch myself and say, all right, this ain't it. Come on, man. What are you, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't really save videos. No, I used to have a long, if you went into my phone, just last year, I had a book. You know, you, you know how you can bookmark a page on the internet? Man, you'd be scrolling for like five minutes. I book roll, I bookmarked videos I didn't even watch because I wanted to watch them eventually. Probably didn't make it to that video during my session. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Some of y'all ladies know what I'm talking about too. You know, you're getting them little porn masturbation sessions, right? I've even tried to convince myself as long as I don't watch porn, I'm good. I can still jack off. And as long as I don't come, you know. Trying to hold in all my testosterone, trying to hold in all this energy because that's what it is. Why do you think when you come, there's just this big burst of energy and and and, and everything like that? And there's a quick moment of clarity. A lot of people use sexual energy to manifest things in their life. When y'all hear about these Illuminati grabbing all these little kids and all this other stuff like that, they're trying to take the Kundalini energy from these children, the Ankh. The Ankh, A-N-K-H, the Ankh is a sexual energy device. That's how you have people who can literally make themselves orgasm without even thinking about sex. They have the energy, they have the kundalini. I can do it myself. Then I, I, I can't do it to the point where I'm just like, ah, yeah, but I can give myself orgasms by centering my chi, my inner chi, my inner energy, my inner kundalini. Kids have natural kundalini, especially, um, they say little boys. That's why 
you you hear about these elitists having sex with little boys, it's not just a sexual desire. They're using this energy to manifest things into the world. Sex is creation. It's a form of generating something, be able to create something. You can create things within the universe, within your life, within the realms of that you control through sexual energy if, if you learn how to control that energy and manipulate that energy. Consume it, save it, store it, and use it when you need to. This is ancient secrets. When you guys are hearing about these Illuminati elitists, they meeting up having sex with each other, it's not just a... I think some of it is fleshly, but a lot of it is more spiritual. It's more energy. These are ancient rituals. These go back to... I'm talking about before Jesus was born. We're talking about... This is, this is old school stuff. If you don't believe me, I mean, just go do your own research. This is this is this is what people are doing. This is what people are doing. Okay, like on a smaller level, I've done it myself. That's how I know it's real. You know, say a lot of people. There's people who even have this technique where they masturbate and they think about. The things that they want. I've done it before. I've literally sat there and, and got a good orgasm out of masturbating. And I wasn't thinking about bouncing titties or girls sucking my dick. I was thinking about the beach I wanted to go to or me holding a bag full of money and what it would feel like, what it would smell like. How would I actually feel in that moment? And right before I come, I might try to just zone in and hone in on that, on that, on that focus and then you know, like these things, and sometimes I hold it in. Sometimes I let it go. Okay, this sexual, sexual urges, sexual temptations are very strong. They dominate a lot of people's lives. There are people who can master everything, but they can't. They can't master that. They can't do it. Some people can, and I respect anybody who can. But there's a lot of people who can't. Like, I'm going to go back to say, I'm going to say it one more time. There are people who don't do anything but that. You couldn't get them to steal. You couldn't pay them enough to get, kill their worst enemy. They, some people wouldn't even kill somebody in self-defense. But you put on, you showed them the right girl. You showed them the right guy. You showed them the right private part. And they go crazy. You don't believe sexual energy is a thing? Why is there phallic symbols all over the world then? Look that up. P-H-A-L-L-I-C. I think I spelled it right. Or P-H-A-L-L-U-S. This symbolism is in, in, in so many of our monuments all around the world. Penises. The worship of penis. There's this thing. Um, you've probably seen it in the movie Superbad, but it's actually a real thing. It actually is actually a more common phenomenon than it's talked about. Because talking about what kids do is so taboo, it's so touchy, but we need to start talking about what kids are doing because that's where most people become the sexual deviants that they are now, is really in childhood. But there's this thing, I forgot the actual term for it, but there's this, like, I don't even know what the right term for what I'm about to say would be, but there's this thing that a lot of kids do where they draw dicks. It's not just a joke from the movie Superbad. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
This is this is this is wild. You know, the sexual the sex affair of life, right? The hemisphere, sex affair, you get it? The sex affair of life is just it's so powerful, it's mind-boggling. It makes you really, really start to think about a lot of things. I mean, just think about how many things we've talked talked about within the last 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes right now. We're at a 20-minute mark just off of sex. And we haven't even really dived that deep, believe it or not. I know I've said some things maybe some of y'all don't know about. Maybe this is like your fourth time hearing it. So you're like, you know what? Now I'm going to go do the research. But we haven't even dived deep. And we're not going to dive too deep. Because once again, it's, even though I said this is going to get raw, it's only so raw I can go. Before I just say too much. Not too much to say to expose me or even expose you. But just things that are uncomfortable. Where you're going to have to put headphones in because people can look at you. What are you listening to? What are you? What you into? Think You see what I'm saying? And it's stuff like that. I mean, just think about it this way. Like... Look at the world that caters to sex. It doesn't cater to anything else. Nobody cares about your drug addiction. Nobody's gonna. The world is never going to shape to your drug addiction. right? Nobody's going to shape to your alcoholism. Nobody's going to shape to your need to get revenge. Nobody's even going to shape the world to you get money. They don't even want you to know how to get money. We don't have a bank ed class in high school, do we? We don't have a drug education. You know what class we do have? Sex ed, adult education. Adult. Yeah, you if you know real music, you know what I just what I just did right there with that. Adult. Adult education. We have adult education. <laughs> In school. In high school. It's sex everywhere. For a reason. For a reason. I'm a firm believer that Jesus had divine powers. I'm also a firm believer that Jesus had a lot of divine powers because he tapped into his sexual energy. If we're if we're to believe Jesus to be the man that we're to believe Jesus to be, this is a man that probably never came a day in his life. You talking about semen? Niggas be like, yeah, man, 30 days semen retention gives you all the energy. 30 days? Nigga, imagine 30 years. You might walk on water too. Shit. You might be able to touch somebody and they raise from the dead too. 30 years, never, never, never busting a nut. nut. (laughs) Police. How much energy would I have? Do you know how much energy goes into having sex with somebody? That's why I don't like to have sex no more, bro. Real talk. I'll be thinking about it. But I don't like to just put my dick in anybody no more. I really don't. I don't care how good she looks. I really don't care. I don't like to do it no more because I be just thinking like that. That shit is a turn off to me. All I get to thinking is, man. Like these days, when a girl tells me she has a high body count, it's not. Oh, she's a hoe. That's not what turns me off. It's damn. It's a lot of energy in there. I don't know if I want to take that energy into my life. I've already taken enough. That's all I get to thinking. That is literally all I get to thinking. I guarantee you, a lot of the demons that a lot of us deal with come from some of the some of the women or men that we've slept with. These demons are not entering your life any other way. You are opening realms every time you tap into your sexuality from a carnal level, from a fleshly secular level, from a from a or any really any realm, but definitely from those ones. When you're just chasing flesh at that point. When you're just like 
like a lot of guys think that they're gay because they might have tried something with a guy and it was just like a way more intense experience. What you don't understand is when, and this is what the devil did, this is how the devil really tricked the whole world, right? I'm about to put y'all on game. Once again, it's a raw episode. This is raw, and I'm not going to get as raw as I really could. I'm just not going to do that to myself or to you or to anybody who might listen to this. I know the power of hearing things and in wanting in the in the curious mind of the human. A lot of times, even with warnings, you know what most people do when they hear warnings? They want to go see. They want to go see what we're talking about. That's why I don't want to get into too much. Like, I don't want you going out there and then one day you blaming me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shouldn't have never listened to that guy's episode. He taught me this. He taught me that. Now I went and tried it. That's your fault, right? A lot of times you tell the kid, don't touch the stove. You know what the kid go do? He go touch the goddamn stove. He probably never touched it had you not said anything. That's why I don't want to talk about too much stuff. But a lot of guys think they're gay because they went and tried something, maybe as a child in middle school, high school, whatever, in their, in their formative years. The formative years are some of the most important years of your life. I don't care what nobody say. Because you're going to come up with habits, beliefs, rituals that are going to be very hard to break if you ever decide to break them. They're going to be very hard. A lot of people aren't where they are. are they aren't where they want to be in life because they can't break the things that they, they learned. They cannot shake the things that they learned when they were... In their formative years, your formative years to me, to me, because I've seen this from my own life. Can you? Some people say 13. No, I say about seven years old to about 17. Those are some of your most formative years. That's where you start to mold into the person that you are today. Okay. That is where you first start to mold into the person that you are today. Okay, let's go back to the gay thing for a second. And this is not just gay. This is also, I think, I think this would go into child molestation. This this goes into incest. This goes into rape. This goes into um, any strange things, right? Even just strange fetishes like guys who like um, dildos in their butt while they're having sex. Guys who like to put their fingers in their butt when they have sex, like, or have a girl put fingers in their butt when they have sex. Girls who like to just get a kick out of anal sex, right? Girls who have fantasies of being raped. Yes, that is a thing. Yes, look it up. That is actually, once once again, these these are just uncomfortable topics. That's why you don't hear about it. But trust me, there are women who have rape fantasies. Um, Anyways, I feel like a lot of people... What it is, is it was, you were told you're not supposed to do it. You were, you're, you're literally like bred. Even if you didn't grow up in a homophobic household, it's just society just breeds it into you that that's not normal. Even if people ain't looking at it like it's disgusting and not looking at it like it's wrong or it's sinful, it's just not normal. And here you are tapping into something that's not normal it's a it's a taboo it's tabooed by society i mean let's keep it real homosexuality is tabooed by homosexuals as well even they look at other games and go oh it's a big fit nobody looks at me crazy when i say yeah i smashed a girl last night but even gay guys when they find out another guy is gay that they didn't think was gay they look at them like oh you're gay it's a thing nobody looked at me when I walked in there with a girl and said, oh, you're straight. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not a thing. And so, once again, it's not normal. So, once they tap into that, 
And I'm trying to ha- I'm having a hard time breaking this down to you. But once they tap into that, the homosexuality, the weird fetishes or tabooed fetishes, when they tap into like even for girls having anal sex, even for girls, girls on girl action, when they um, a lot of girls start off eating pussy at a young age. And I'm going to break that down in a second, too. You know, when they when they tap into these things, the reason why it's so powerful, um, y'all, is because. It's forbidden. You were told not to do it. You were I mean, think about it this way. Let's go back to Adam and Eve again. They got all these beautiful fruits, fruits that probably don't even exist anymore. They can eat anything in the world. Now, let's just go off of what the Bible says. It ate a fruit, right? But here's the fruit God keeps telling us don't eat. Here's the fruit, um, you know, we're going to die. They probably didn't even understand what dying really is. they never seen nothing die before, right? They eat it. Nothing really happens. It's not that bad, right? So it's like that. So that's how I think a lot of people get into that. And I think it goes a little deeper than that. But um, I'm not going to go down that road too, too much. Now with the children, for everybody wondering... Why do a lot of children get into these things? There's a lot of little girls licking each other's pussies, playing with each other's pussies. Um, this is once again, I know this is a raw topic. There's a lot of little boys um, rubbing dicks on each other, doing all kind of stuff. Why is this happening? Well, it's not about why it's happening. It's really more so how does it happen, right? Um, it's it, how does it happen? Well, you take an eight-year-old boy or eight-year-old girl. And you allow them to go into these rooms with their other eight-year-old female, eight-year-old boy, I mean male friends. I'm not going to say boyfriends because that sounds like, you know, whatever. They go into these rooms. They're allowed to hang out in there all day. What do you think they're in there doing? They're curious. You see what I'm saying? That's where it comes from, curiosity. Now, they know they're not supposed to be doing that, period, let alone doing it with a boy, doing it with a girl. That goes back to what I just talked about, that forbidden fruit, going for things that you're not supposed to have sometimes. Even in life in general, the things that we chase after the most are the things the world tells us we can't have. You have women who are struggling. All they think about all day is Weight Watchers and how do I lose weight because the world told them you're a big bone, you're fat. Your mama fat, your auntie fat, you ain't ever going to be in no size two. You see what I'm saying? You have men who, men and women who ignore what they say. We ignore the ones who adore us and we adore the ones who ignore us. It is in human nature the chase after the things that run away from us. The chase after the things that people tell us we're not supposed to have, we're not supposed to do, but yet they feel so right to us for whatever reason. You see what I'm saying? That's that's what I'm trying to say. This is what I call power. It takes a certain type of power to make somebody say, you know what? I can do a lot of things in life, but I have big breasts. I'm about to get on Instagram. I'm about to get on Twitter. I'm about to get on OnlyFans. All right. There's this one woman I follow on Instagram and she's, I didn't even know this. Come to find out she's married. This girl has an OnlyFans. She's on Twitter sucking dildos. When I first followed her, I just thought she was a regular girl with big tits and a pretty face and real hair. So I checked her Twitter out one day. I'm like, oh, she's not classy. She's nasty. She on here sucking dildos, bouncing titties and all that. Right? Like, come to find out she's married. 
Yo, who do you think is watching her? Men. Probably married men. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think they say sex sells? Drugs don't sell. Money don't sell. Violence don't sell. But what got people coming out their pockets, bro? You got niggas who go in strip club, strip club, they last dollar to see a bitch bouncing up and down naked that they don't never have sex with. You couldn't pay, you couldn't get them to pay you $50 to teach them how to make a million dollars in a year. But they'll go to the strip club and throw a hundred on a girl that they'll never see again. A girl they'll never have sex with for a lap dance. And people have the nerve to sit up there and try to argue with me and tell me that sexuality, sexual urge, sexual temptation isn't the most powerful, you know, thing that we deal with as humans. Are you serious? Like, are you, are you, are you serious? You have men that are Christians or highly religious. The only reason why some of them get married is to have sex with this woman. That's it. Sex. Sex. Because their religion, their, you know, whatever religion they're in tells them they cannot have sex until they're married. So they will literally go out of their way to marry a woman to have sex. Everything else is just extra, just a bonus. It's the sex. You have people risking their jobs for sex, risking their lives for sex, risking their everything for sex. They wouldn't even do that for money. They wouldn't do that for, for whatever God they do worship. They wouldn't do it for their kids. These people really, literally willing to risk their families for 30 minutes of pleasure. I mean, think about what we're talking about here. There's children who don't fight in school. They don't disrespect their mom and dad. They don't, they don't sneak out. But they go run to the back of the playground and have sex, sexual stuff with each other. You want to know the first time I ever tried to have sex? You want to know how old I was? You really want to know? The first time I ever tried to have sex, and I didn't know what I was doing, but I, the first time I ever tried to have sex, I think I was, I, was, I had, I, I couldn't have been. Y'all are not going to believe me. I had to have been about, about three to four years old. If you think that I'm the only person with that same story, you have fooled yourself. You have fooled yourself. I snuck out the room and saw a movie I wasn't supposed to be watching. An adult movie, not a porno, a regular movie, regular rated R movie. And then I went on to go and watch things I wasn't supposed to watch. Okay? I went on to go watch things I wasn't supposed to watch. I had a next door neighbor. Her dad was cool with my dad. All right. They come over there to watch whatever they do or work on a car or something like that. I don't know what they was doing. Me and the girl, we kids. Parents don't think nothing of it, right? Because they kids. We go into the room. Say, hey, you want to have sex? I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I said, hey, you want to have sex? She was like, I don't know what that is, but sure. She didn't say it in those exact words, but basically she came at me. I don't remember what she said. I said, okay, lay on the bed. I'm going to get on top of you. I get on top of her. I started moving up and down. I'm fully clothed. I'm fully clothed. I had no idea what I was doing. But I was doing it. I was doing it. 
You know, I really thought that I had discovered like fire or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I really, really, really believe this. So I need you guys to understand. This is how strong these things are. So what is some of y'all said? So what are we talking about here? Don't underestimate the power. There are certain things in this world that we're we're going to just have to learn how to accept. Don't become depressed. Don't become suicidal. Don't become judgmental. Because there's trade-offs to everything when it comes to this because we all deal with this 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 flesh. We all deal with this this desire. And it's something that I don't know because I haven't done it yet. I mean, I've gotten better at it, way better. But there's something, it's some one of those type of things. If you can master it, you can go very far with it. I think one of the main reasons God told us not to have sex before marriage, it wasn't to control us. It wasn't because he just found it to be something to be so nasty. It's because he knew if you have sex before marriage... You're going to tap into a world of energy that you'll never be able to untap out of. I'm a firm believer that 90% of marriages that fail, fail for a lot of different reasons. But I'm also a firm believer that 95% of that 90%, I can almost guarantee you, these are people who had sex before marriage. Imagine how amazing sex could be if you never had nothing to compare it to. You didn't grow up watching porn. You had the testosterone of a of a freaking bull because you didn't grow up busting nuts every day. I used I ate, when I was in high school sometimes, man, I would jack off two, three times a day and still find a way to have sex with somebody or get some head or something like that. Suck a girl titty or something. I used to love sucking titties. Still do, but anyways, like we would find, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, just imagine that you don't have nothing to compare it to. He knew these things. Nowadays, nowadays, I can only imagine what it's like for most people because they're drained by the time they, like, I'm already kind of drained. I'm having to tap back into my younger self because, and that's why I had to stop because I was like, I started to notice like sex wasn't, wasn't, wasn't fun anymore. So I'm watching this video the other day on YouTube and this girl's like, you know, at this point in life, I'm asexual. And I started thinking deep. I'm like, you know, hey, man, this this is the future. It ain't going to be um, homo. People say, oh, the future is gay. No, that's what you think. That's just where people think it's going. People think, oh, the future is bisexual. I've heard that one, too. And I've said, maybe. But you know what the future is going to have a lot of? A lot of asexual people. People are going to blow their gasket. They're going to ride that car till the wheels fall off. By the time they're 26, 27, by the time they hit 30 and now they're ready to settle down, some of them are not even going to be able to have sex anymore. Erectile dysfunction used to start, um, I, I read it one time, they said between 35 and, and 40 or something like that, 40 something years old. Do you know that they said an erectile dysfunction now starts at 25? I've dealt with it. I had to overcome it. I dealt with that thing for three years, on and off, for three years. Okay? I still managed to do my thing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times, I could get hard, but I couldn't stay hard. 
Sometimes I couldn't even get hard. Okay? If we're just being open and honest, I've dealt with this. I had to overcome it because it was starting to make me depressed. It started to make me depressed. And I personally feel like porn played a large role in it. Overthinking things played a large role in it. And a lot of that overthinking was rooted in stuff I saw in porn. A lot of people, by the time they're 35 years old, they will not have any sexual desire anymore because they done tapped out. Our generation, once again, I say this all the time, we're guinea pigs. We are some guinea pigs. Our parent, A lot of us have had more sex than our parents have had already. Like the average guy, some of our dads probably have a body count of like 20. The average guy these days has a body count of 200. The average guy of today's society decently good looking it don't matter if he's broke or rich especially if he's broke because he ain't got no he got all the time in the world has a body count of 200 I guarantee you your father has never slept with 200 women your father don't even know 200 women we have sex is more accessible you can you can find pussy on your phone now our dads couldn't get on their phone and find pussy they had to go out and actually meet a girl Men, keep it real. How many, how many of y'all have had sex with more than more than two women in one day? That's ridiculous. Ladies, how many, how many of y'all have sucked more than two dicks in one day? Got got smashed. Yeah, let's talk about it. Some of y'all done had trains run on y'all, so of course you don't have more than one dick in one day. And you guys really believe that sexual, like people really sitting there talk like just. Like it's nothing. In the long run, that shit is going to dramatically drain your life. So, okay, now you don't have any sexual energy. You have no sexual desires. Sex just don't hit no more like it used to. It don't hit no more like it used to. You might ejaculate, but you don't have orgasms. Right? You know what else goes away once you you don't have... Ambition goes away. Drive goes. This, this, these things correlate with each other. These that people don't realize that these things correlate with each other. The energy to go work out and get out there and lift weights and build muscle. These things. The energy to get out there and, and, and wake up early in the morning and. Check the stocks and get on that Forex trade tip. All, all, all these things go together. And you've drained yourself of that because you underestimated the true power and value of sex. The reason why I use that first example about people who molest kids and don't do nothing else just to show you sex is that powerful. That somebody can manage and master every other thing in life. But they can't even control their sexual urges. 
and you think it's nothing. And we sit up here and we judge these these teachers having sex with their students. And we say, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there. And we judge gay people and we judge lesbians and we judge um, bisexual people or, or men who are trans attractive. We judge women who are, quote unquote, hoes or promiscuous or sluts. We judge men who are players. We judge um I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. I'm a, Yeah, I'm going to go there. We judge pedophiles. We judge people who have sex with their cousins or their incest. What you got to understand is that at the end of the day, all those different people I just talked about, some of them, y'all would say worse than others, right? I would even agree with you to a certain extent, right? But at the end of the day, all those people fell for what? Flesh. Everybody in this world is not going to smoke weed. Everybody in this world is not going to smoke cigarettes. Everybody in this world is not going to get addicted to coffee. Everybody in this world is not going to have anger problems. Everybody in this world is not going to deal with anxiety or depression or suicidal thoughts. Everybody in this world is not going to deal with being greedy for money. Everybody in this world is not going to deal with arrogance or ego. But one thing everybody in this world is going to deal with is some form of sexual urge, some form of sexual desire that they can't, they just seem to not be able to control, control. Because I'm telling you right now, if you've had, if you're having the thoughts, that's where it starts. If you don't learn to control it, you might not be able to hold it. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex and I'm out.